Welcome to Fortunately Equipped with Arta Kublachova. Hi everyone, welcome to episode number two. And I'm so excited because today I will be calling my best friend, who is right now on her vacation, but she agreed to talk to me today and share her story. It's so interesting. She's such a independent, uh, beautiful, um, talented woman, and I just can't wait that you are going to hear all about her. So let's just call her and stay tuned. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> okay, so for you guys, um, just a little information. Uh, my best friend, she's Haitian, and I looked it up. We are we are six point five thousand miles away from each other. She's on a vacation, and I'm gonna bother her for a little bit since she wants to, you know, do two things at once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so okay let's start with just tell me um about yourself and how you started with your basketball career well um my name is Ilza Gatsida um I'm from Latvia a uh, little town Kandava I started playing basketball in first grade I think um, I also did um, track and field. I did all the throwing, um, throwing uh, things like the discus, javelin, and shot put. Um, yeah. So, and actually, I had to choose between uh, going to do pro javelin or or play basketball. And since I like uh, team sports better, I chose basketball. Plus, I met so many great people um, as my teammates, like you, <laughs> best friends for life. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's basically how I started playing basketball. Yeah, actually, yesterday when we tried to put the, all the dates and years together, I actually looked it up and can you imagine we were... 11 years old when we met first <laughs> and we are 20 great now. it's ridiculous right like how I, I don't feel old but we know each other 17 years that's crazy oh my god that that is crazy i don't even want to think about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when we finish playing in high school we have sports schools not high school teams and when we mm -hmm. were done with our league in high school we were all basically almost all of us from our year were recruited to play um basketball in the united states so just tell us i mean i know <laughs> but tell us um where you were trying to be recruited who was looking mm -hmm. at you and where did you end up going Okay, so actually I had uh, many teams, uh, many, uh, I guess many colleges um, trying to get me and trying to talk to me, but I went for uh, for two visits. Uh, one was Robert Morris University, I think it was in Pittsburgh, 
uh, and the other one was St. Joseph's University in Philadelphia. Um, I ended up going to Philly, uh, St. Joseph's University, and the reason why um, was because um, I wanted to I wanted to push myself more and I wanted more challenges for myself. Uh, in Robert Morris University, there there was already two other Latvians that I knew, and I thought it would be kind of easy for me, and I might not learn English as fast as mm. I could being by myself. Um, also, I I might not make that many friends as quickly as I did at St. Joseph's, um, you know, just because I would probably try to hang out with the Latvians and, and be shy all the time, because I was shy the first first half of the year I was shy and only, only smiling my coach gave me a, my coach gave me a shirt I'd smile because I have no idea what's going on and she <laughs> she would just laugh um but yeah but then once I once I got more comfortable they couldn't even they couldn't stop me from talking <laughs> but yeah so I was about to the, say that once people get to know you then you just talk <laughs> <laughs> well, I like I like to get to know people and um, you know. So. Yeah, I don't know your shy side, so <laughs> it was nice to hear that you get that too. I do. Well, yeah, I I, I am shy sometimes. Oh. No, not anymore. Not anymore. America learned me to be different. Yeah. <laughs> Back home in Latvia, I was I was pretty shy. Yeah. Well, tell me. Um, what was the decision to actually come to United States? Did you did you know um, already uh, before going into senior year in high school? Did you know already that you will go like that's your only way that you will go to play basketball here in United States, or you were actually thinking about something else? Well, uh, starting my high school or starting my you mean the twelfth grade or high school yeah. in general? Yeah, yeah, twelfth grade. 12th grade well starting my 12th grade um I didn't know yet um I know our our coach used to tell my parents that I'll play in the states I'll go to college and blah 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 but we never believed that because it was kind of it was kind of like a, a dream still for us like mm -hmm. it was not reachable almost but um but then yeah I kind of thought that I would play maybe pro in, in Europe somewhere but then I think in the in mid mid high school, I mean mid twelfth uh, grade, um, all the the coaches from uh, from states would start calling me, emailing me, and then it went. It then it came a little bit more real and you know exciting because first of all I didn't speak that much English, so it was interesting to you know to answer emails and to actually speak english when they called you mm -hmm. and uh, stuff like that but but yeah then i think in april or or for me it happened pretty late i know in the states they already recruit uh at the beginning of high school and then uh, they already know i think they already know in their 10th grade or 11th grade that they are going to which college. But for us, it was kind of late. I think all of us, I think, um, made the decision uh, pretty late, like right before finishing high school, mm -hmm. right? I yeah. think so. Yeah. And, okay, um, so just tell um, how tall you are and for what position were you recruited and was the position the same as it was in high school? 
Um, so I am six foot in in English. I mean, in the American style, one eighty uh, in European and the rest of the world. <laughs> um, so I am forward, which is I know pretty. I'm pretty short for, short for that. Um, in Latvia, I was. I was okay, but in the States, I could really feel that I'm shorter than other people or other uh, forwards or post players. Um, but I had some good um, post moves that um, I could use against taller people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a shot, like a jump shot, so um, so I could play like inside out. Um, but yeah, in, the, in, the, in Latvia, I played forward or sometimes even center. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the States, the same, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how did your team do all the four years you were there, and how do you think you did during that time? Yeah, so uh, we did pretty well um, all, all of our four years, all, all of my four years. Um, the first two years we made it to, well, for some people, this they might not understand what I'm talking about, but... The, all four years we made it to postseason, which sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, but we did. Mm-hmm. And two of the years we made it to like a lower league, like a postseason lower league, mm-hmm. NIT. And then the other two years we made it to the NCA, the big tournament, the March Madness, uh, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool to experience something like that. And and actually my last uh, – and both, both years we played at, at UConn, which is, the you know, you have to play – um, I think there's four teams like um, that you have to uh, four teams that go to like different spots and we we both years we went to UConn mm-hmm. and uh, the second year my, my my last career game we played against UConn some people don't know what UConn is but UConn is a pretty big deal to play against and um, they're the best the best <laughs> college team in the states for women mm-hmm. and most people most girls play in the double nba and i actually played and i guarded and she guarded me mm-hmm. uh britney stewart i don't know if you know her but um yeah yeah she, she she's pretty cool i mean she was taller than me her length uh, her arms were longer than mine and she blocked a couple of my shots uh, <laughs> she stole a ball ball that i had to run after her and i have a <laughs> and there was a picture of uh, me chasing her on on the floor. <laughs> that was funny, but yeah. So I'm pretty proud to to play against them. And uh, yeah, we lost, of course, by a lot of points. But still, like, not everybody can, not everybody had it, has a chance to play against UConn. Exactly. So, yeah, that's the experience. Yeah. Not only success, but experience yeah. from it, and and that you know, and then the goals maybe differ from for you after you uh, play with such a high level team, right? Yeah. Um, that's when you notice that you're not that good, <laughs> and I think that I'm pretty good. <laughs> the reality sets in. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, but still, not uh, when I was researching for my master's thesis paper actually mm-hmm. only two percent mm-hmm. of uh, athletes actually go to ncaa division one sport mm-hmm. so when you are a part of those two percent you you know you're successful i mean there are a lot of things to be proud of and be successful but this is definitely no question asked success for you yes yes definitely 
Oh yeah, I would not change anything about it. It was it was tough. Mm-hmm. It was tough to manage school and basketball and and friends, but oh well. But it's lived, it's it's done and it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's really nice. Okay. So, um what kind of offers did you get when you were about to be done with college basketball? <laughs> Well, I got an agent. I had a couple of people interested in me to be to become my agents. Um, then I picked one because I felt like she has the best deals for me. Um, and then um, she offered me different kind of teams, different kind of countries. But I kind of wanted to play in the in the bigger countries in in, in Europe, which was either France, Spain, um, Greece, like nicer countries i would say mm-hmm. um not i didn't want to really play uh in latvia because it's just being home but um but now i play in latvia which we'll talk about later but um <laughs> but yeah so i signed with france uh, i was about to go play so you in actually signed a contract yes i did sign a contract so and what happened next <laughs> Well, you already know the story, but you chose to ask me anyways. But um, I need a little well, <laughs> interesting part of this, okay? I yeah, mean, I know, life I happens. You have to make a choice. Right. I mean, I don't mind talking about it. Yeah. So it's, and, it's, it's over, so. Yeah. But yes. So I met, I met somebody uh, pra- practically two months before graduating my bachelor's, I met a, a guy that I wanted to be with, and and we, 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 we wanted to try to be like long, long, long distance, in a long distance relationship when I would be playing in, the, in France and he would be in the States. But, um, but then it ended up not being like that uh he decided that he don't don't want to be in a long time uh, or long distance relationship he wanted me to either stay with him um or not be with him anymore mm-hmm. so um so i chose to stay in the states um so he kind of pushed me but um but i i don't i do not regret it because um i got my master's degree while being there yeah, that's what um, I was about to ask. Um, do you have any regrets or resentment? Uh, towards- no, I mean, no. It was um, it was my first real relationship, and um, he was also a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, and it was I I always dreamed of uh, having a boyfriend that is a basketball player or some kind of athlete. Because you know, I stopped playing after a bachelor's degree, and and he still played. So it was, it was cool to still be in in that, um, in that uh, circle uh, of basketball players or athletes, and go to his games. Because that's how I got my, uh, I would say, what is it? Is the word um, like comp- competitive side of me still? Mm-hmm. Because you know, I went to his games. I yelled. I screamed. I cheered. I supported him and I love that and and that was yeah I, lo- I mean I love it uh, yeah. I love cheering for somebody or supporting you, somebody you know that you were you were still playing because every time I go to a game 
I am, I'm very, like, I still have my competitive side, and every time there is a game that I'm watching, I'm, like, basically living in the game, and I'm like, oh, man, I wish yeah. I still played. Yes, 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 exactly. I even went to his games when uh, they played, um, also in the, no, they played the A-10 championship uh, in Brooklyn in the Barclays Center. I actually, I forgot to tell you, that's pretty cool too. I played uh, my eight Atlantic 10 championship game against Fordham in, uh, in Barclays Center too, which is, mm-hmm. which is a bit, pretty big deal as well. <laughs> yeah. So I made a lot of memories and, 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 you know, exciting things to talk about. Yeah, that's definitely true. You have experienced so much more than me so that's why it's always super exciting to listen to you and actually for a lot of things we haven't even talked about like we're best friends but like i guess basketball we left it for you know yeah it's lifestyle it's some yeah yeah um, pick up something else okay so after you were done with your masters you um were you were looking for a job right yes and Obviously, since you've been um, a Division I NCAA athlete, which basically takes away all opportunity to work. I mean, I've seen how you practice and, and how, you, how is the lifestyle for uh, that kind of level basketball. So you didn't yes. have a chance to actually have the work experience. So what do you think the qualities that you learned through basketball helped you to actually get a job after you were done with masters? Well, first of all, I think uh, a really good plus for division 1 schools or just better schools, I think, is that we have a career center um and uh, they they post different job opportunities on the career center, and they kind of work with different companies within the area. Um, so I actually got my job through through that career center, um, which is I think easier because the companies know the schools, and uh, St. Joseph's is pretty pretty high level school. Oh yeah, in, in business. So everybody, if I say, oh yeah, my best friend. Um study there or play there you're like oh okay like everybody knows that school yes yes so so pretty much being a, an athlete and being in a good school um that kind of opens a lot of doors they might not really like by your looking at your resume they they not they do not know your character they don't know your attitude they they don't know all these things but mm-hmm. they know what school you graduated and that you graduated and what kind of uh, major you had, and uh, some some people may, might study within that school, like within the company, and they would ask that person, "What do you think of this? Like this person, do you think she would be worth of looking into?" And I feel like once you get the interview, it's kind of a little bit easier because then, and I know that. I feel like I'm trust people. A lot of people trust me. I don't know why. Maybe because of my smile, because of my eyes. I don't know. <laughs> but um, people seem to trust me a lot. The so I feel like once, yeah. So I feel like once I got the interview, and there were two ladies interviewing me, and I mean, it's kind of if either you get the bond or you don't get the bond. And if you do get the bond, then they like you. Mm. And if you don't, like, even if you if you have like 
common thing to talk about. I remember we talked about, I think, Game of Thrones in my interview. So, (laughs) and we both are watching. So it was kind of fun. And then I feel like in, in, in States, yes, they look into your knowledge and everything like that, but they also look what kind of person you are, if you're going to fit in within the company, if you're going to fit with the, with the coworkers or not. And uh, so they look into different kind of areas. Uh, yeah. So you think the reputation of your school uh, played a bigger role than being a basketball player and having like all these qualities through sports? I feel like the, yeah, maybe my school, because I studied uh, business analytics, uh, business intelligence and analytics and I was going for a position in auditing which is a little bit similar to analyzing data and uh, looking into data uh, to find find the different kind of uh, mistakes um, so I feel like my major uh, gave them kind of um, I'm not sure <laughs> like my major played a big role as well yeah you basically your major made you feel smart smarter (laughs) finish there they they must have something huh yeah well a lot of people ask me what what is that like what is business intelligence like because they haven't heard of it but it is pretty new but it is really really growing Mm -hmm. Uh, soon every single company will have their own either business intelligence or they will um have a third company doing the business intelligence or analytics for for them because i mean it is a big deal and there's so much data and and nowadays that it's it's crazy and how much stuff you can do with that data it's even crazier (laughs) okay for those who don't know because i'll be honest people who go into athletics they kind of choose the major that they will pass in order to focus on sports and your major is bigger, so a lot of people might not know what is the business intelligence, what it involves, and uh, what you would do in that kind of department. Well, well, right now, um, actually in Latvia, I, I'm working, but I, you'll probably ask me about that later too, right? <laughs> probably. Well, well. You can do so many different things with business intelligence and analytics. You can work in different areas because even like almost every department even needs a person that would do some kind of analytic analytics. Uh, it, it, it can be between their employees, between their products that they are merchant, uh, what is it, producing or uh, putting together, um, <laughs> selling. Uh, it can be analyzing bus stops or bus I don't know how many people get in the bus between those times is it needed to have more buses during like uh, before work time or like you know mm-hmm. like stuff like that um, so you can do so many things and it's mostly analyzing data with different kind of tools like like I use micro micro strategy now. Mm-hmm. There's different kind of tools. Like in school, we learn jump, uh, tableau. Tableau is more like visualizing, um, building different kind of uh, uh, visualizations. Uh, it's like showing data. 
for like a normal person who might not understand all the numbers and, and, and you know, the big, big data loads. So you, you kind of have to put it um, in one little table that, that might show everything. So, I mean, yeah. it, it's a lot. You can do so many, so many things. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Look of the competition in business world it's here, just in the United States. And yes, if a company can hire someone um, to do that for them to see what they are doing wrong or right or what works, what doesn't. And mm-hmm. you said if in the future there might be a department in each company uh, that does that, then it just makes sense um, for yeah. success because it's such a huge uh, market that you have to be able to find what consumers want and need and what's more efficient. Yes, yes. Okay, so after you were working, working, (sighs) then I got the call one day and you told me that "Um, in a month I'm going home. (laughs) <laughs> I think in a month I'm going home. I'm just looking into this job opportunity works back home. So it was kind of out of the blue. I mean, I yeah. never believed before because you told me several times, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to go home because you're such a family loving person. And yeah. I never believed you. And then that time I kind of laughed at myself. I was like, okay, this is like probably the 10th time I've heard this. <laughs> And then you actually said, no, this time for real. I'm looking into this job opportunity. I'm working with the team that helps me. And if everything works, I'm moving back home in a month. And it was last year, right? Last May? Yes, last last April. Last April. Okay. So, okay, last April. And you went home in July, early early July. So tell me, what made you actually make this decision huge decision and pack your bags and go back home yes well uh listeners might want to know what happened um with my boyfriend um you know so i might i might start over there why i even came came to that decision to go home yes but um yeah we were together for three years and then um then you came and uh, you actually helped me a lot because I couldn't get out of that relationship. It was it was pretty tough, and then um, there were so many, so many uh, not flashes but like things that I saw that why we wouldn't work out later on. But I never took that step because it was my fo- first boyfriend, and you know, it, I mean, it, there were good times, there were of course bad times, but mm-hmm. but so, I knew I had to get but, out of that. Best- friends are for I'm not taking credit because it was not something positive and I would rather take a credit when the environment was positive but I think that's what best friends are for especially in our age now how we know they are best friends because they basically are kind of like the mirror of our lives they see they see us better than we do because you know have our glasses on our lava glasses or depression glasses or sad glasses whatever we are feeling and we might not see ourselves yes i mean i i knew i knew deep in my mind that we're not gonna work out for like i mean we would if i wanted to do everything that he wanted me to do and be like this little quiet person next to him not 
saying anything back, but I, I'm not that kind of person. And I have my own views of stuff. I have my own thoughts. I have my own things that I want to do. And I'm not going to, because of one person, I'm not going to change that about me. But, uh, but yeah, the, the moment when I understood that, no, we cannot be together was when you came and he made all this drama about us speaking Latvian instead of English, I'm like, dude, like, that's so stupid, especially because he would speak in his own language with his friends when I'm there. Yeah. But anyways. But it's, it, which is crazy because he is not from United States. He's not American. But honestly, I've experienced that too. The first year when I went to the university, um, play basketball Mm-hmm. There were two other Latvians and me. So obviously how you said, oh, you know, I probably would speak so much more Latvian. Well, that's exactly what happened. We would speak yeah. all the time Latvian. And, you know, we became sisters when we were there. Right. Because right? we speak the same language. We understand each other. We are all far from home and stuff. And we would get a lot of hate for that. We would say mm-hmm. something in Latvian and our teammates or friends, they would get super offended sometimes because they would think we talk bad about them. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, how is it possible? I barely speak English. I have two yeah. other per- people basically who, who speak the same language and we can't speak so we actually had to you know if we wanted the harmony before the game yeah. or something we actually had to control ourselves and not speak Latvian that much mm-hmm. yeah which I also can understand but like like in this case he didn't respect me when I was there why would I have to respect him when he's there you know like I hate that when it's not equally right between both of us because why would he think that he can can do it and I can't like what like no that's not okay with me but anyway so so once I once he made that drama and you know you came for your vacation to see me and and that's when I understood no like I I don't need a guy in my life that won't even accept my best friend like we are best friends no guy is gonna stand in between us like that's that's crazy and um, yeah, and, and for him even think that he, that he could make me lose all my best friends, that well, that's crazy. So yeah, th- those were kind of dark times for me, uh, leaving the house and because we lived together for three years, and then uh, when you came, you helped me. We went we went to look for apartments and stuff, and I remember finding one, and then you left, and then I had to move move by myself, and I remember. Oh, it was it was so dark. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. But it's gone. It's gone. I'm happy now. It's it's all good now. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure everybody has had those bad times. You just can't put your put your head down. Just keep it up and and keep doing what you want to do and and go for it. Yeah. But I mean, um. Yeah. It. What was what was the real question? <laughs> oh, how I came back or how I decided? <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. That's how it started. So okay. <laughs> the decision well yeah so i moved out i moved out of uh, the apartment i had my own apartment then i still worked for another year uh living by myself my parents came my grandparents came because i wanted i wanted for my grandparents uh to come before i leave leave the states uh then my brother came with his wife um my aunt came so 
when once I was living alone, so many people came to visit me. My my friends from Latvia came. Um, we went to Bon Jovi concert. So it was it was different. It was different. It seemed like uh, I don't know. Maybe they felt bad for me because I'm alone now. Uh, maybe they wanted to p- pamper me. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was it was cool. I actually enjoyed living by myself. Um, enjoying enjoying America starting so many different in within that year I started so many different things that I loved and I it was hard to leave them when I when I did decide to go home but um but yes so so my my aunt was my aunt and her husband was uh, visiting me when uh, I went to work and I saw that one of my friends uh, started a new company your move in, in Latvia and and their uh, their goal is to help um, Latvians who live uh, in different countries to help them find a job in Latvia so I immediately texted him I'm like yo I, I see that you started this new company I'm like can you find me the job? Like, I really want to come home. Mm-hmm. And that was in April, um, end of April. And and then, like, the next week, he, he already sent me a contact information with the company that, that I, then I later got a job in. Um, and they, then I had two Skype interviews uh, at 5 a.m., 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, dressing up and uh, you know sitting in, in the house uh interviewing and my my aunt was still there and they were listening behind the door that was funny um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i had interviews with them and then then they sent me two weeks later i think they sent me an offer and they asked me how 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 fast can i how fast can i start how fast can i move back i think they also got um got really um emotional about about my story why i want to come home because now i know all my coworkers. they all are family uh family based and uh family family oriented um so when i talked about my family that i want to be home my godson like all that this stuff then you know people just want to help me i feel like so yeah, so then then I had place to go. I had uh, I had a job lined up. There was no reason why I wouldn't go home anymore. My family is home in the states. I only had what I what I worked for, like what I made for myself. I mean, I still had a lot of friends and I still talked to them. I still talk in English every single day, either it's by text or calling somebody, mm-hmm. but um but yeah, I made so many great friends and when I go, I mean, when I went there in April, then, you know, I, I, every single day for a week, I was seeing three to four people and catching up with them, breakfast with one, lunch with another, dinner with somebody else. And I was running around and that's, I mean, yes, I could talk about this all, like, a whole holiday <laughs> yes i'm actually i mean i'm i'm super excited that in latvia there are co- companies like your move that yeah. help um latvians who have traveled outside the states uh, outside the country for some kind of reason that they are reaching mm-hmm. out to help them to come back home because 
I, I'm not sure if the numbers are right, but I know that before I came to the United States, which is definitely before 2010, we had 2.2 million people in Latvia. And I just Googled, I think last year when I was... Yeah, it's 1.8 or 1.9. Yeah, 1.9, which, which yeah. is sad. Yeah, it is. Happening. Yeah, so it's really, really nice that... Yeah, I was pretty shocked about it too, I think. Um, I mean, yes, a lot of people leave leave Latvia, but then also I see like this last, this past year since I've been living in Latvia, I'm actually pretty surprised how many people, uh, how many internationals we have in Latvia. We have so many students, like it's any race, any any culture almost there are asian there are blacks there are whites there are uh indians there anything and and it seems like they like it and and i love i love seeing so many different people in latvia i feel like i mean me being in america i got to like i got to learn so much about different cultures different religions different races and i i love it i love it maybe i love the diversity or I love when it's interesting. I th- I feel like it's you know it's not the same. It's not. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's just more interesting to have to have different kind of peoples. And now we have different um, restaurants. We have Pakistan Pakistani and kebab, which is which is pretty cool because I always loved uh, shawarmas in, in in Philly. We call them shawarmas. I thought that was my favorite food and now I see them in Latvia and I'm so happy and they're actually Pakistanians me- making them so it's not like Latvians trying to make something sim- similar it's actually the people who came to Latvia they opened their own restaurants and and it seems like they are doing well I feel like I have heard a lot of good things but I'll, so it's so it's pretty cool to see um, yeah and they speak Latvian can you imagine that Within a year or however many years they have lived in Latvia, they already know all the basics. You go in the in the the restaurant and you tell them in Latvian, and they understand everything, and they even answer Latvian. Yeah, can you imagine the the really the motivation to learn that to actually you know work with customers because Latvian is really really hard language. It's one of the yeah. hard language to learn, and just to see people who are not Latvian. Uh, who yeah. Yeah, who who came to our country when they were already, you know? Yes, that's the thing. And I was really impressed. I was so impressed. I even smiled and I was just happy. I'm like, wow, that this is really cool. Like, I love when people try to learn our culture, our language. Like, it, it's it's so nice. And oh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm happy to see so many. Because so many of people. the technology and advancement in. In everything, the the borders and the the world gets so much smaller. Like, look in our country. A couple of years ago, there were not many universities that you can find uh, where actually you can learn something in um, English. Yes. And now there are schools that focus on that, or departments that focus on that, and actually um, go out and see uh, if they can recruit people who would come to our country and enjoy it which yes. yes which makes us and actually i can see that younger age the people who are younger than us they actually speak english so much better because when i was when i was um coming here my english was really bad 
I mean, yeah. I could hold a conversation, maybe like a simple one, since we traveled to Germany, Austria, Czech Republic, like so many countries in Europe. So, okay, uh, we knew a little bit better, but other people in our age, they would not know, they couldn't hold a conversation. So now just seeing that these young uh, high schoolers right now, that they speak so much, so good English, it's, it's really nice. And it's not even high schoolers, even my, my godson, he's only six. And my friend came from, come, came from the States and he spoke English with him. Mm. He's like, oh, I'm going to teach him Latvian. And he, like, he did, understood everything he, like, my friend asked him and he could answer. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, well, it's because all of the English movies and all the English cartoons that they're watching. So, yes, technology and TVs are bad for kids. But at the same time, in, like, good amount of, you know, if it's, like, an hour a day or whatever, like, it's also good because they, they get to learn English, yeah, you know? Yeah, heard from younger age, obviously, because English is, is very flowing language. It's, like, yeah. really, I think, easy to say. I know mm -hmm. uh, my godson, he is three years old now, a little bit over three years old. And it is for him easier to say some of the English words instead of Latvian, because Latvian is mm -hmm. kind of harder language, like harder yeah. guess, pronouncing, mm -hmm. which is, yeah, that's really, really good. Okay, so just tell me about the, your job experience. Like how has your one year been in Latvia in job and your private life? Well, ooh. Uh, it's been it's been great. I love my job. I love my coworkers. My coworkers are the best. Uh, we have so much so much fun in the office. Um, also outside the office, uh, my company is international company, so it's not like it's not Latvian company. Uh, I feel like that's why um, it's so open and uh, relaxed because people. I don't know, but it's just it was. Um, it was interesting to see. Like I felt, like, I feel like we all have this. Um, um, like we all think that in Latvia people are miserable in in their work. I feel like they, I don't know. It it was just different to see that my coworkers are actually happy and they love coming to work, and they are having fun and 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 they love their job, and. Um, so we also have different kind of uh, fun stuff that we do after work hours and um, like we bond and, and my coworkers are mostly uh, men, uh, which are, which we have a lot to talk about because they love sports and some, like some of them have done uh, sports themselves. So, and they also follow me. Um, since I play basketball, I started replaying basketball after four years of not playing yeah. um i started playing again in 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 the capital and they would follow every single game and the next day i would have to come in and i would have to listen about my stats and they they would say oh you missed two free throws or oh you didn't get enough rebounds oh you should have made more blah 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 oh you lost or whatever and but, own critique Yes, but then actually my my um, my manager came to one of my games and that was that was pretty cool. I that was that was really nice to see that somebody from work is supporting you and actually coming to your game. Uh, that that was that was really nice. I, I loved it and 
and we are kind of close. I feel like we're really close because we do want to spend time with each other. Even lunchtime, we go to eat together. Um, we have uh, once a week we play beach volleyball during our lunchtime, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it's really nice. I I love it. Um, we have uh, it's not a it's not a pool, but uh, like uh, different kind of games uh, in the office that we can relax and play and uh, uh, kind of refocus our minds. Or sometimes we during those games we actually talk about work and find something new. Or they help us uh, if we cannot figure something out. The other person might help us figure something out by just talking about about the issue. Uh, so yes, I I really do love love and my job. Your work? Since, My work? <laughs> no, in general. It seems like somebody's analyzing the success of your company. Basically, the the major that you got. Well, yeah. So I, I, I work... Um, I am as a project manager for business intelligence projects. Um, so we mostly work with, um, uh, like, state companies or country company not companies but like country uh, institutions mm-hmm. uh like uh, government and um different kind of uh uh like city houses i guess i don't know in english is there a word for them i don't know i think it's just yeah the the government so yeah so we kind of have uh we have a accounting system or accounting uh yeah, I guess like accounting system that we offer them and most of them use use it. And then we also have like an analytical tool, which is MicroStrategy that we use. And then we kind of synchronize the data from the accounting system into the MicroStrategy and we help them uh, either analyze the data or help them build different dashboards, mm-hmm. um, help them... Uh, well, just whatever they want, basically, because with microstrategy you can do so many things. Uh, yes, and and then yeah, so those are the usually the guys in our company. Those are the guys that uh, work as a bi as bi business intelligence uh, people, mm-hmm. and I'm like a project manager. So I I mostly go talk to clients, uh, have like meetings set up, uh, like organizing, making gone charts with, uh, with things, what, what we have to do by what time, like, uh, timeline, kind of like a timeline. Yes. So is everybody, is everybody in your company, uh, speaking Latvian though? In, in my in yeah, so we have three um, in Latvia. We have three sister, what are they? Sister companies. So we are. I work in Visma Enterprise, and then we have uh, Visma Enterprise where I work. We all are Latvians. Well, some people also are Russians or like Latvian Russians, but they do speak Latvian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Visma Lops, which is, uh, they're mostly work. Actually, I would say it's like 20% internationals and 80% Latvians. So you can see, actually, you can hear a lot of uh, English speakings too. And then, uh, and then we have Visma Consulting, which is the third company. And uh, I think mostly, so we are in different floors, so I don't really... 
I don't really know the people who work in Visible Ops, yeah. but I have talked to our HR people asking how many internationals are there, because there's a many. There's <laughs> from Norway, Sweden, um, from India, from Turkey, so there's a lot. So if anybody's listening who who wants to change something and, and then come to Latvia, we have also job opportunities for, for internationals, so feel free. Yeah. Really nice. Okay, so I was but what about clients? Because to be honest, and not to sound I'll just say an example I guess that I've noticed that sometimes when I go back home, some of my friends or family would a little bit make fun of me for not being able to say a word in Latvian, which they would uh-huh. say is ridiculous. And for me, living um, basically since 2010, there are many words in English that I've learned in English that somebody said the word and then they explain it to me in English that you can't yeah. really translate exactly in Latvian. And so sometimes even we talk and there are just some phrases or something that it's just easier or faster to say in English. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking... Was it hard for you at first to keep a professional conversation uh, fully in Latvian? Yes, of course. Uh, since me too, I was gone since 2010, so I finished high school and I left. I haven't had any, like, um, I would say, uh, professional language, like Latvian language I never used, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so now coming back home, it was hard even in business intelligence tools that we use like i know them in english i I learn everything in english and it's hard to like i don't know how to translate it i don't know if there even is a word in latvia for that so and and with us too um we mostly we mostly mix like some words we don't even translate we already know what we're talking about Mm -hmm. uh so so yeah it's by kind of like bilingual i would say we speak we we, we make English words as well. Uh, really cool. Yeah, they're advanced. Yeah, that's nice that it is understanding because for those who, I mean, we speak in English now, the whole thing. So yeah. probably most of the listeners will, will be American or English speaking. But for those who have basically an experience of someone not being able to say something in their native language just don't make fun of it once you are in an environment well where 100 percent you just wake up and the whole day you speak in a language that is basically asked for from you it's some words you just learn and it's hard to hard to say like even with my mom sometimes she's like what are you saying and i'm like mom wait i need to google this and it's ridiculous yes. sometimes i am embarrassed but there is just like the word was missing and then when i translate it i'm like oh my gosh i'm like something's wrong with me but in that like real second it's just it's out of my head i know it in english i don't know it in latvian yeah but sometimes but sometimes there are not even words in latvian you cannot even like exciting a word exciting i don't know how to translate it i always say exciting and people know like what i'm talking about uh, exciting for us if we translate it it actually is like happy i think yeah but <laughs> it makes- doesn't say the same so. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so um that's really cool but, that you are in 
such a diverse environment, even if you are in Latvia, and that's nice that you can still keep using English language. I mean, not going to go anywhere. We text, we we call, we have social media everywhere. So now you basically stuck with English, even though you're in Latvia. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and I have so many friends uh, from America, and, and on, especially in Facebook, when I post something, I have to post in English. And I'm not one of those that is going to post in Latvian and English. It's too much for me. <laughs> so I'll just post in English. And I'm sure Latvian people will understand it too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now whoever is on your social media. Now, social media is not that, how do you say, not that old. It's pretty, yes. pretty recent thing. So people who are on social media, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, they're so international all together. So uh, the same for me. Like I know if somebody is going to read it, either they're going to judge me by not putting in Lavian or they're just going to be like, okay, so basically do what's more convenient because everybody will understand. Yeah. The same. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about your family. Like you are, I, I can't even imagine that you haven't talked about your family that much because <laughs> you probably are the, the most loving family member ever. Like <laughs> all about family all the time, everything, <laughs> anything. It's just, it's crazy. I am such a loner. I, I have my own space. I do my own thing. Obviously, I talk to my family, but not like you. So tell me, how is your family taking it that um, that you are back in Latvia? And how were they in the first couple months when you arrived? <laughs> well, obviously, they love it. Um, my grandparents, they they just keep smiling when they see me. Um, um my parents, um, well, actually, the reason why I decided to come home for real, for real, was my god, my was my grandparents and and my my godson. Mm-hmm. My grandparents came to visit me um, in the states, and and that's when I realized that they are getting older, and and that's when I realized that I I might start crying soon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry. And uh, that's when I realized that I want I want to be next to them for whatever, however much time they have left and same as my godson he's already six years old Mm -hmm. and this was the first year when I was when I was home for his birthday and and you know those are things that I don't I do not I did not want to miss anymore like his first steps his um his school his whatever like kindergarten dances and like different kind of events like this year I went to every single event of his, uh, to his kindergarten. I feel like at some point they thought that people thought that he has two mothers and one father because I was always there. I mean, you have to make up for all these years. I can't imagine. I mean, I have grandmother who all the time when she gets to the camera, she says, Arda, come home. And I have two godchildren, um, Olivia, she's nine-year-old, and Carlos, he's three-year-old, and I don't see them growing up, too. Like, Olivia, she was born right after I left, actually, for the first Mm -hmm. time in the United States. So I completely understand all the things, and I kind of have to make up for them all the time. I have to send them gifts and be, like, overly loving through, like, gifts or 
social media or something like that because like they're missing so much they think oh yeah i have a godmother but she's you know somewhere i mean the nine-year-old she already understands where i am but the three-year-old he doesn't really understand i mean he recognizes me when we speak on camera uh he knows who i am but my sister is doing a great job and Mm-hmm. my other goddaughter's mom she's doing a great job too all the time reminding um of yeah. who i am otherwise yeah it gets really really sad um of yeah. those moments so i'm super happy that you have a chance to be there and experience all oh yeah oh yeah my mom my mom already got used to me coming home every single weekend I help her at, at um, her business, um, so I basically work twenty four seven almost. I mean, seven days a week. But uh, yeah, she got used to it, and now now she's kind of sad that I I won't be coming home that that often. But I guess we'll talk about this another time. Yeah. Uh, why? Yeah. Or well, why? Because I I can't tell you yet. Yeah, your parents are business people, so for them it's definitely twenty four seven. Um, yeah. all year round they they take a vacation right for their right. <laughs> somewhere oh, yeah. relaxing to kind of you know yeah regenerate the all the energy um yes i remember that i i don't know what is it like a month two months after you started working and i remember you said something like yeah my mom was shocked when i told her i can't come home and I yes, it's so crazy. She got so used to it. Yeah, you haven't like lived at home for so many years, and now one day you can't get there, and she's like, "That's the thing. It seems like it seems like uh, she doesn't know how to do things by herself anymore. She needs my help all the time. I'm like, Mom, you did all this by yourself for so many years, and now all of a sudden you you need me. <laughs> she's like. Well, yeah, you are here. So and I that's so here. nice. I mean, like, can you imagine years back when you were like, huh, hang out with parents? Are you crazy? Right, I'm, I going, know, right? I'm going to Ilza, to Pandava. I'm not going to spend time with my parents. And now it's like, yeah. I can't just wait for the moment. Like last year I went home and I barely saw my friends. I was just with my family because I yes. felt like that's my responsibility to kind of make up for that time. Yes, because your your values change over the years. I remember me coming home after my first year of college. I was barely home. I spent all my time with my friends, and we had the national team too. So I was gone all the time. But then, but then, like years after, I was spending more time with my family and and less time with my friends. And and now I'm like I'm so used to being with my family that. I only want to see friends like once in a while. I don't need that. Um, I don't. I don't need to see them all the time or go out or party or get crazy. Like no, not anymore. Like I rather you know spend quality time even with my friends. I'd rather see them at like one by one to actually talk. Uh, like like talk about what's going on and and having a glass of wine or just. Well, I don't know, just sitting in the room or in the cafeteria talking for hours, like that. That's that's more valuable for me than than going out. Like, nah, that. Yeah, that. Doesn't We're work. getting into an age where quality. Yeah, I feel like I'm too old now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I also wanted to say uh, a big thank you to to my family, to all of them who made who made my move back home um, so much more easier because. My godparents, you know, when I said 
when I told them that I'm coming home, we do have an apartment in, in Riga, but but it, it was rented out, so I didn't really have a place to stay. But my godparents came in right away, and he, they said, yo, like, we have... We have an apartment that's empty. You can st- you can live there, so I had a place to live right away. Mm-hmm. And then, then yeah, I didn't have a car at first, but my dad helped me with that because I didn't want to take money out from my my American bank account because mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not um, you know you have to pay all the fees, transfer fees, and all that. So I just left it there, and my dad helped me, and I can pay him back eventually. Yeah. So you know, everybody came everybody came towards and helped me because first they won't really wanted me to come home and secondly that's that's my family they will help they will help whoever whoever needs it and and that's what family is for like friends are for best friends family same like I always got their back and and I know that if I have something going on that I need help with I can I can come come to them and and they'll help me figure things out like and my godparents, like they are the best. I lived across from the, their their house, and every single time my my godmother saw that my light is on, they would call me. Aren't you gonna come to dinner? And I would just have to cross the street, and and I'll be I would be there because they loved having me around too, and and making dinner, and we went to movies with my godma. Like uh, it's it just I mean Arta, I don't know how you do it. I mean now being home. <laughs> I know how good it is and and how much happy you you get here and um how much how much love you can give and and receive and and it it's not the same it, it, i mean it, yeah. i mean now looking back i'm I, I would never i would never leave home again i mean yes <laughs> i love states i love i i loved it there uh and i wish i could live six months here and six months there i i i wish but uh but home is home, um, you know. But you still have to make your. Just to, um, just to just look back on how your families that you are saying. You're not just saying for you know the podcast. I know it. I've been a part of your family for such a long time, and either it's your 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 parents or your godparents. You know, we always your closest friends are always welcomed, and they talk to us like we see each other every single day and ask how we're doing and stuff so i understand the kind of environment you have back home and that's really nice but the transition was made much easier than it should be it could be and um, that's really nice i mean (laughs) honestly you are the person who says like whoever's listening my best friend sends me job (laughs) offers on facebook (laughs) like weekly (laughs) Yes, I want you home. Because she wants me to go home so bad, she sends me job offers weekly, and that's so fun. (laughs) And you don't even open them. I bet you don't even open them. I open them. Uh I open them, and then I see, oh yeah, since I'm in in love, you're in Riga. I'm like, Ilza again. (laughs) I mean, I I I picture myself going home, but I feel like. I, I mean, I know it's not time for you yet. Yeah, you need, you I'm need, not done with you need that click that I had that 
it's enough you know exactly like, you knew the moment and that's why when i said i'm surprised but i understand that within such a short notice you just packed your bags and went back home is because once you have that feeling then you know and i don't have that exactly. feeling so i'm just taking advantage of what life gives me and when life is going to show me the way home yeah so just keep interviewing people who come home and hear how good it is to be home and then you might you you might oh my gosh (laughs) i'm just kidding i still have to come visit you again so you can't leave yet i know you seem like you travel all the time anyway it's not i mean that's yeah that's what i want to do a year around you were already back in philly and then you are planning to come to visit me and then you are still planning going through Philly or two so you have a family there yes I do like my Latvian society my Latvian people that made me feel home <laughs> um my friends my friends families that I that they call me their their adopted daughter like I have so many great people around me that it, it's crazy. And I want to see them all. I want to hug them all. <laughs> and, and, you know, I don't have enough money to travel all, all year round. So I have to work and I only get, well, Americans and other people. In Latvia, we get a month of a vacation, not only 14 days or 18 days. So, yeah. and an other uh, marketing thing. When you are pregnant, you get a year and a half uh, of uh, a per- what is it uh, paternity leave? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It depends on a company. I know the minimum is a year, twelve months, and then depending on a company, you can extend it for one and a half. Which for Americans is going to be completely shocking because yes, and that was months. another decision. Yeah, yeah, that you are planning on. Well, I mean, I understand with the age coming in, you know thinking about family. yes yes i'm old i know that but yes <laughs> i started talk since i started um thinking more about having my own family and kids i i decided to do it at, at home and not not the states because of that leave i could not imagine leave, giving my kid away after three months i feel like that's crazy and and, and that's brutal like brutal i would say because back home like my, I have some great news. My aunt, my my godson's mom is pregnant. Congratulations! Yeah, we're gonna be for another baby. Super. Yes, cool. so that's great. And actually, I will see her being pregnant because with my godson, I did not see her pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, but but now I know more what how it is in Latvia because you even get three months before your due date. You you already can go like you can leave work so basically it's it's almost it's it's like two years of paternity leave because you you leave three months before your birth and then you get an a year and a half with the kid so so that's yeah a lot of people think that latvia have so many uh negative things yes of course every single country have negative things and positive but it depends what's your what's your what your major thing for for that moment is and then and for me like that's something awesome like not many countries i don't even know who who else has that uh, long paternity leave like that's pretty cool and i'm grateful that in life definitely it's awesome because 
I remember my sister, she even took a vacation, I think, here before she started working again. And then before even that, she she got her son into kindergarten already. So yeah, and, and, and mind me saying that you get paid for all that year and a half or two years. You You don't just stay home and not get paid. And plus you have you have uh, the job waiting for you. So okay, so I'm waiting for your family so, so you can tell me all about it. Yeah, so. <laughs> huh? I say I'm, I'm waiting for your family so you can tell me all about it. Because since we aren't yeah. parents yet, we can't, we can we can just, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for agreeing to talk to me on your vacation. Wait, where are you? Tell us. Bulgaria. Bulgaria. And how long yeah. you are there? I, a week and three days, I think. That's awesome. That's really cool. Are you having fun there? Oh, yeah. I'm with my other friends from... Um, from like we've been friends well we we've been friends for 20 years already can you imagine <laughs> that so her family bought a house here so we are visiting her parents here that's really cool so thank you yeah. so much for agreeing on your vacation of course my love i was thinking well <laughs> there are many different news we didn't even talk about you playing basketball again and three-on-three basketball on thursdays and a lot of things about basketball right now uh we just know that from basketball you went to business so i definitely want you to be again with me on this podcast um just to tell me because i know you have a couple news but they're not official yet and you can't say nothing as of now so i really hope that in a couple weeks you will be able to return and tell us all about your exciting basketball uh, news. Sure. Sure thing. I would love that. And if anybody has any questions, uh, feel free to send them to Artha and oh, we can, no, we can we discuss them. You. Just tell our so- your social media so they can check you out. Well, on Facebook, you can find it, find me by my, my name. Um, are you going to post my name? You are. Yeah, right? yeah. You can just say it now yeah. and I will post it. Yeah, it's Ilza, I-L-Z-E, Gottfrieda, G-O-T-F-R-I-D-A. And on Instagram, I don't even know my name. I think it's I-L-Z-U-X-X, I think. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, feel free to text me if you have any questions or you need any help with anything or just want to talk. I- I'm... I'm pretty pretty good with uh, responding, and I like I like helping people because a lot of people text me now about job opportunities and how it is to return back home. Yeah, so, so if you guys want to talk to her about her basketball experience, her experience about her college experience, about basketball, about uh, pretty much anything. Yeah, job, if you just want to talk, I'm, job I'm, opportunities. I'm cool. um, if you are Latvian in the United States and if you want to go back home, uh, she can introduce you to your move company who may help you to find a job. How they help her. And thank you so much. You're welcome. I'll see you soon. I mean, hear from you soon since we just talk. We're the long distance best friends. Yes, I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.